You're listening to Simple Reds Radio, episode 48, and today we're doing breakfast, and I'm sharing some top secret information about Simple Reds Wellness and some of my favorite things. So grab a warm cup of gold milk and let's get started. Welcome to Simple Roots Radio with Alexa Schurm. Alexa believes that simplicity in life is the key to achieving true and lasting health. A nutritionist by trade, Alexa has rebelled against common misconceptions about nutrition and has created a realistic health style that will allow you to live a healthy, satisfied, and more simplistic life. It's raw, it's real, it's unfiltered. It's Simple Roots Radio. And now your host, Alexa Schurm. Welcome back to this podcast. As always, I just wanted to remind you that this show is dedicated to simplifying your health, allowing you to live with more purpose, more joy, and ultimately achieve the lasting health you've been looking for. Today, we're doing breakfast together, and I'm sharing the things with you that I would tell you if I could actually sit down and have breakfast with you. I'll be sharing with you some of my favorite health products, as well as fill you in on some more of the story of Simple Roots Wellness and how this journey is continuing to unfold. You'll get some top secret information about what's to come, and you'll have a short glimpse into why lasting health has been so complicated to date and how you can easily achieve it. And that's all on today's episode of Breakfast with Alexa. So let's get started. If you've been following along for a while, then you know that I've taken a bit of a break, in fact, a little bit over a month. This break was very, very unexpected, and it was quite shocking and very challenging at first for me to actually stop podcasting for a period of time. There was a lot of reasons why I took a break, but ultimately through that break, I think great things came. So it wasn't wasted, although again, very, very challenging because I really do love being here. I love sharing with you, and I love letting you to get a glimpse into my life and and keep this relationship going. And to continue having this relationship of just being real and honest and sharing true health and what that really means. I really am excited for what's to come and I'm excited to be back podcasting with more excitement for what's to come. But before we talk about the journey that I've been on in the last few years, as well as just this break with the podcast, I can't not start by telling you about my breakfast choice of today. So I know breakfast tends to be a complicated subject for so many people. It can seem really repetitive, and the food industry has drilled in our heads that it has to look a certain way, right? We have breakfast foods like bagels and cereals and granola bars, and that's what we should be eating for breakfast. But here's the deal. Breakfast is just another meal. It doesn't have to look like a complete separate meal with very specific foods, right? Sure, I love pancakes and waffles and sausage and eggs for breakfast, but the reality is is you can eat anything you want, and it can be breakfast. Many days, I'm just warming up leftovers, maybe sometimes putting an egg on top, but really just having soup or leftover fajitas for breakfast. So what did I have for breakfast today? Well, what I wished I was eating was still that Eggs Benedict. However, that just seems to be something that I order at a restaurant, and I have yet to dip my toe into actually making hollandaise sauce. I don't know if it's difficult or if it just seems to scare me a little bit, but that's not something I've ventured to yet, but I hope to really soon, and someday, I can promise, you are going to see the best Eggs Benedict with hollandaise sauce on my blog. But for now, it's just something that's rarely in my stomach, but always on my mind. 
Instead of Eggs Benedict, I'm currently doing a quick pick-me-up with the five-day hormonal reset. If you haven't looked into the my five-day hormonal reset, you have to. There's tons of amazing testimonials and feedback coming in and what just five short days can do to reset your body and to kind of start it on a new path. This is not a diet. It's not another set of rules that you must follow. It really is just a jumpstart um, and a standard to help you evolve your diet and your health and your lifestyle into a different direction and one that just helps regulate and sync your body all as one. So any information about that will be in the show notes. But today I had a cherry protein smoothie bowl. And if you're not familiar with smoothie bowls, basically it's a smoothie poured in a bowl with chopped fruit, nuts and seeds. I put muesli on top um, and then I eat it with a spoon because I really value chewing. And I have a whole blog post on why you should chew your food and not just drink it. So if you're someone who just drinks smoothies all day long, this is going to be something you want to read because it it really will change your health and how you digest food and how nutritionally intact that you are. So check that out in the show notes. But I had a smoothie bowl. So it was cherry. It was whole cherries, water, protein powder, greens powder, a little bit of coconut oil or MCT oil, some collagen, and I blend that all together. And then I top it with some chopped strawberries, some blueberries, and then muesli because muesli is full of superfoods like cocoa nibs and pumpkin seeds and hemp hearts and bee pollen. There's lots of things that you could put in muesli. So that's what I had today along with some roasted vegetable and a scrambled egg because I really value protein in the morning and healthy fats to help hold me over until my next meal, which I'm trying to regulate leptin in my own body and experimenting with that. Um, And I can't wait to bring you some more information on leptin. It's really one of the most critical hormones of our body and yet one that we don't often talk about, but we have a lot of control over. So I'll bring you more information on that later on. But going back to muesli, if you're stuck on breakfast and you just need to change it up, you're not digging the whole egg thing and you're not digging the whole smoothie thing, you have to try muesli. Again, I have another blog post about it and its title is Oatmeal Healthy. And in that, I give you a muesli recipe and talk about muesli. Basically, muesli is oats on steroids. It is the superpower oatmeal, and it has oats in it, but it has a ton of other superfoods in it that have healthy fats and protein components that make it more well-rounded. If you don't want to make muesli, although I really recommend it because you can make a huge batch and it will go a long ways in many different recipes, but you can also buy muesli, and I prefer the Seven Sundays brand. But if you choose to make muesli, there are so many ways that you can do with it. Again, you can just eat it like oatmeal, warm or cold. You can top it with a lot of things, but you can also make muesli bars or cookies. You can soak it overnight. You can eat it in parfaits and you can kind of use it as a dry granola. I think I'm going to share like six ways that you could use or cook with muesli on my blog. But for now, just know that you should try it out and make it I promise it will change the way that you look at just traditional oatmeal and mix up breakfast for you. So that's what I had for breakfast. I hope you're enjoying your breakfast as well. So I just want to kind of fill you in on this leading and where I feel like Simple Roots Radio is going and Simple Roots Wellness in general. As many of you know, over the last few years, I've really been in this period of growth and stretching and trying to understand and kind of this unknown and waiting period, which is really awkward and can be really, really painful. I don't know if you've waited on something, you know, if God said not now, but you knew something was coming, whatever it is, whatever trial you're in right now, know you're not alone and know that there is always hope through that. And that even when you try to see there's something greater on the other side. And I feel like I'm still in the valley, but I feel like I'm kind of coming out the other side. 
and I can see what all this pain and stretching and growth was for. And I would definitely never take it back because it's totally transformed the way that I look at life and the way that I look at my purpose here and Simple Roots Wellness and Simple Roots Radio for a long time. I even questioned if I should continue to do it um, because of the trial and sacrifice that it is. But yet at the same time, I have this immense passion for helping people really understand what lasting health is and helping people to actually achieve it in realistic and simple ways. Because here's the deal. We've made health really complex, really confusing and overwhelming, and it can cause disappointment and failure and depression and anxiety and envy and so many of our hearts. And I think all of us can say at some point, We looked at what we had and we wished for something better. We were maybe even disappointed or envious of what someone else had and why it wasn't working for us and whatever. We've all been on that health journey of where where we've been taught to go, right? We've been taught that we aren't good enough, that we don't add up, that we have to be a certain size, that we have to look a certain way in order to be successful. And once we get there, then we can start living life, right? Like we live in this if and then society of if you do all of this, then you achieve that certain size, or then you get to a number on the scale, or then you achieve that a promotion, or then you have kids, then your life will be perfect, right? But that's not the case, right? We can't chase health just like we can't chase money and assume it's going to make us happy and joy-filled. That's not the way it goes. Many years ago when I was doing personal consulting, and one of the reasons that I stopped was so often I learned that even if you could help someone reach their ideal weight or their ideal goal of health, it generally never satisfied them. It didn't make them more satisfied. It didn't make them more joyful. It didn't make them happier. And they were left almost disappointed. And I was crushed, right? Like I could see that in my own life, knowing that a number isn't going to bring you more happiness or more joy. And so through the years, I kind of stopped personal consulting because in that I learned that a regulation or a set of rules or a set of calories wasn't gonna make or break someone. It wasn't going to change their health enough that it actually mattered. And instead, it often left people feeling like they were failure or depressed or overwhelmed. And it really wrecked a lot of relationships and their life in general. But that's what we've done with health, right? And I had this big revelation not that long ago, and it's been building to this, of understanding that health as we know it is not true health and that there has to be a better way because health is something that we were born with. Our body wants to be healthy more than we will ever know. And as long as we work against our body, as long as we try to beat it into submission, as long as we try to outthink it or outsmart it, it will always win and it will never work. And so the thing is, if we let our body do what it was designed to do, it will be healthy. And if we provide the basis for which it can do that, it will be healthy. It's not complex but overcoming the philosophy that we have ingrained into our minds and we have ingrained into young children and that we have lived with for so long, that is challenging. But here's the thing, it's a mind choice. It's a mindset shift and a choice every day. So my big revelation came from simply looking up the definition of what health means. Because I think we all have a way of defining health. You know, health can come in of not having any diseases or feeling well or not having any aches and pains or living a long life, right? All of that stuff is true. But here's how health is actually defined in the Webster Dictionary. Health is defined to be free. And you can fill in the blank after that. To be free of disease, to be free of pain, to be free. 
That's what health means. But when we look at health today, and I just wrote a whole blog post about this, so I know I'm getting really fired up about this because I am so passionate about this. If we get this right, it will change everything. If we look at health of today, it is not free. It costs a lot. And in some cases, it costs people everything. You see, we've made health to be a costly thing. We've become slaves to health. We live for it. Our life is consumed around it. We count things. We measure things. We weigh ourselves, our happiness and our joy. It depends on our health. It depends on those numbers on a scale. Our relationships can be broken, right? We lack confidence. We don't reach out. We lose our social life. We, we can lose our marriage. Health that we've made it is a trap. It, it makes us live in bondage to the very thing that is just there to provide life. So here's the mindset shift. We have to know that our health is not against us and instead understand that we were born with health and health is not what we're living for <laughs> like so many of us do. We live for health and living in the, in the nutrition world where I'm surrounded by health every day, this is extremely hard to get my mind out of that I'm not living for health, but health is the means for which we live. Do you see the difference? Like we live for health, we chase it, we run it down. And we'll ultimately never achieve it as long as we do that because health is not what we're supposed to live for. Health is a means for which we live for something greater. And that is the mindset shift. And once we can understand that, then we can better understand the true definition of health, which is freedom. Freedom from whatever we put ourselves in bondage. Health is not supposed to put us in bondage. And once we get out of that, then we get out of the confusion and the chaotic world of nutrition. And so many people email me and say, I just don't get it. There are so many contradicting nutrition recommendations and that there are, but here's the thing. Health is inside of each of us. It's unique, it's different, and we have to foster that as a means to live for something greater. So that's where you get simple health. That's where you get easy health. And that is my big revelation. And I'm so excited to go on this journey of helping you uncover that and unfold that. So I just wanted to give you a little backstory as we sit here and we do breakfast together and you can kind of get an understanding of of where this all came from. So the reality is in my own life is I never thought that I would be a faith-based nutritionist. And what does that even mean, right? Faith-based health. Here's the deal. You know, I've been a believer in Christ for a long time and a believer that he is the hope of the world and he is what we need to live for. He is what gives us purpose and life and passion. And that we ultimately don't live for this life, but we live for an eternal life. But here's the thing. When I stepped into the health world, I kind of always had this separation, like so many of us do, and what we know of health as health is in its own box and faith is over here, right? Like we separated out our life into these little boxes and we've never really put them all together. But we have to put them all together because as long as we separate them, then we are confused and Our bodies are confused and our minds are confused and it's overwhelming and it's unsatisfying. So over the course of this journey, what I've really learned and what I've really become passionate about is that you can't achieve health without having a foundational base in faith. Because if you don't have hope and something greater, it's going to be pretty hard to live and strive for something greater. So the foundational component is is really what all these pillars of health, and I think Probably at some time, we've all heard of the different, you know, the six pillars of health, um, and they go through lifestyle things like finances and social choices, but also exercise and 
how we eat, right? Those are pillars of health. And we try to put all of these pillars of health up into our own life, but so often we see them crumble or we see them waver. And the reality is, is that we can't put pillars up without a strong and lasting foundation. And that foundation has to be rooted deep. And the deeper that foundation is, the stronger those pillars are gonna stand. And so going through this journey and taking a month off of podcasting and really just trying to open up and really trying to accept the call for once to showcase that health is not simply something that we live for, but it's the means for living. And I think I realized this in my own life as I gone through my own health journey of kind of losing my health and working to gain it back. And I went through initially a six month period where I was living for my health. I didn't think that I could be the best person. I didn't think that I could live my mission I didn't think that I could be happy or joy-filled until I had my health back, until I lost the weight, until I felt vibrant, until I had energy. But I lived there, right? Like nothing was changing for months and months and months. And I couldn't figure out why. I was supposed to be the nutritionist. I was supposed to be the one telling people how to get their health back. And yet here I was stuck. I couldn't get my health back. And that was crushing. That was the point, if you remember, um, I don't remember what episode it was where I told you that there was a day that I, I wanted to quit. There was many days I wanted to quit, but there was a day that I hit rock bottom and I didn't know where to go. I couldn't get myself back. I couldn't help myself. So how was I supposed to help someone else? And through that journey and through opening the door to realize that I wasn't here to live for health. I'm not here to help you find health. I'm here to help you use your health to live for something greater. And that's the same thing for me. I'm here to live for something more than health and use health as a means to get there. Because I saw in my own life that I was trapped. I was trapped in feeling inadequate and feeling like a failure and depression. Um, I was ruining my marriage. I was ruining my relationship with my kids. Um, I was, you know, kind of losing uh, my relationship online with what I had built, I, I really was losing it all and very quickly at that until it came to the point of this wasn't the answer. And the answer comes from living for something greater and using health as a means to get there. Health is not a trap. It's not supposed to be something that holds us in bondage. It's not something that we should be a slave to. Health is something that should be free. <laughs> it's something that helps us to be free. And free means there's no cost to it something that we do to live for something greater. And that changed everything for me because then it opened the doors to seeing a new life, a life filled with joy and a life in understanding that joy is not something that we seek. Joy isn't found in our circumstance. It's not something we can chase. It's something we live every day. It's a choice to live with joy. It's a choice to choose happiness no matter the circumstance. And that's where health is found. Because as long as we're absent of joy, we'll never find it. It's not something you can find. It's a choice that you live with. And it's often a sacrificial one. But here's the thing. A joy-filled life can only be found in an eternal hope. As long as we put joy next to our circumstance, we will never find it. Because the world is broken, right? It's all over. (laughs) I think sometimes that brokenness chases me. It follows me. And some people say, oh, just think of better things. Think of greater things. Your mind's making negativity happen. It's making it follow you. And I would agree to some extent that the more negative you are in your mind, the more negativity happens to you. But here's the thing. Negativity is always going to happen. It's what we choose to do with it. 
and not being defined by that circumstance that makes it go away. I don't believe that any one of us has any less problems than someone else. We all are struggling with something. We're all deprived of something. We're all wishing something wasn't happening to us. But here's the deal. We're all living with that. We're all living in some sort of brokenness. But in brokenness, we can still choose joy. But that can, again, only come for a greater vision of something else. So my hope and my belief that as we travel on Simple Roads Wellness, and I know that was overwhelming and you might be like, whoa, where is she going? This is crazy. I hope you can sense my passion and know that there's something better and there's something bigger. And I can't wait to unfold this more and uncover it. There's a lot to come. And I have been learning on this journey and really opening my eyes to simple health, foundational health joy-filled health. And that's not something that a lot of people are offering. And that's not something that you can find in a diet because a diet is restrictive. It's depriving. It's starving all life out of you. And that's not the means. That's not the goal of life. And you will never be satisfied with that. And so we have to live for something more. And I hope that as we continue this journey with Simple Roads Wellness, as I kind of take this pivot in this new direction of still showcasing what it means to thrive in your body and provide the means of your body doing the job that it was designed to do, but also through that helping to see joy in the everyday and not through circumstance and to find happiness in the everyday. And that is why I have a new motto. So I hope you guys like this. It's get healthy, live happy, and find joy each and every day. And that, my friends, is true and lasting health that no one is talking about. Health is freedom. I think through this process, one of the greatest things that I've found in myself, and I hope that you can find in you, and we're going to talk a lot about this, um, and we're going to talk more about this in the next podcast on rest-based living. And so often I I say rest-based living, and I'm like, people probably think I'm talking about just being a couch potato, right? Just doing nothing, of just resting and being lazy. But rest doesn't equate to laziness. It's not Uh, It's not a means of just not doing anything, right? Rest-based living is ultimately finding rest in where you are and what your body needs and your uniqueness. And I've kind of changed my philosophy, and I hope that you do too. Instead of living in the world where we beat each other up for not being the perfect size, for not being a number on the scale that we should be, for not looking a certain way or making enough money or meeting society's standards, here's what we need to do. We need to offer ourselves grace. We need to accept the grace that's offered to us. We need to take it. Give ourselves grace, but not excuses. It's every day offering grace, but not allowing yourself to live in the same place today and instead constantly make small changes along the way. Not in a fearful way, not in a way that brings negativity or pulls away your confidence, not in a way that takes all energy from your life, not in a way that ruins relationships or holds you in bondage, but offering grace and freedom so that you desire to make small changes. So offering grace, but not excuses. May you do that with me every day and see how that slowly transforms your life. Because here's the reality, you're still human. And you still have to live. And sometimes that means eating food that you normally wouldn't. Sometimes that means taking a break from exercise. Sometimes that means over-exercising, right? But here's the deal. Offer grace, not excuses. So as you can see, I'm so passionate about this. You'll be seeing more in the weeks and months and years to come. But for now, hopefully I got your mind swirling a little bit. And I really want you, as you do this, to write some thoughts down that you're having, email those back to me, send comments in the show notes on 
Instagram, Facebook, wherever you are, send those back to me and let me know your thoughts on this very subject and where your mind went when I, sh- when I started to open a, a different door to what health means. I hope you're excited as well and you'll join me as we continue to do this. I can promise that here's some top secret information. We're going to be getting into our mindset a lot and how you can ultimately do this and accept that grace and and live for something greater, but with a lot of health built in. Because once we can see health in a new way, it becomes more enjoyable to actually live it out. So you might become a health freak along the way. That's okay, right? But you'll actually desire it and it won't be something that you feel like you have to do or that you're missing out on or that you're not living up to. That you actually might enjoy that citrus turmeric refresher, which is one of my top favorite things right now. And you'll actually desire it and not just drink it because you think you need to be drinking it or you think that's going to be the answer to your weight loss story, right? It's not. So reply back to me. I really desperately want to know what your thoughts are and where we can take this and that we can just help each other on this new way of health. This is totally different from what other people are doing. It can sound crazy and obscure and maybe you don't believe in it because you've been led to believe for so long that the only way is through diets and restriction and starvation, but yet you're sick of it, right? Like I know deep down that none of us wanna do that and you want easy health and this could be the easy button. So let's travel this journey together. But before we end the show, I gotta tell you a few of my favorite things. First up, that citrus orange turmeric refresher. Here's the deal. I'm not necessarily a picky person, but I'm also not a person who is going to eat or drink something that I don't actually like the taste of it. Like you'll never see me get on board with something, even if they claimed it would be the super healthy, change your life, lose all the weight, whatever potion. If it doesn't taste good and if I have to choke it down, it's probably not gonna happen because I go into things as can I do this for the rest of my life? So when I developed the citrus orange turmeric drink, I was very, very skeptical because one, I don't like the taste of turmeric in general. I'm not a fan of curries, but I also know how powerful turmeric is. In fact, medicinally speaking, it is more powerful than most pharmaceuticals on the market. Massive anti-inflammatory properties, definitely valuable in the human body and something that we should take more seriously. Now with my sickness that I developed over last year, I'm still fighting a lot of lymphatic issues. So drainage issues in my body. I can't move fluid and dump fluid effectively. So when my cells are detoxifying, which is great, I can create toxicity within my body because my lymphatic system can't dump it as quickly as my body's trying to get rid of it, which causes problems, right? It does cause you not to feel good. It can cause, I notice it in joint aches and pains, um, almost depression and anxiety. So my mind will change. Um, and it's very up and down. I developed a citrus orange turmeric drink to kind of help my lymphatic system, help reduce that inflammation. And seriously, I don't, I mean, it takes a little bit, of, a, a small period of time to maybe get used to. I don't even know if my mom and my sister are completely sold on it, but I've heard from a lot of you and you really do like it. Here's the thing. If you make the concentrate and you're starting out, just add more orange juice or fresh citrus juice and maybe a little bit more honey or maple syrup to start with and dilute it way down. And as you go, you can just add more and more of the turmeric and ginger to that. But seriously, the weeks that I do it, I feel amazingly hydrated and kind of vibrant. And I took a few weeks off and I really didn't feel as well. Um, So I don't know if it's specifically from the turmeric drink, but I can tell you that that is something that has maximum health benefit to it and something you should try out super easy. And 
I know we've talked on Facebook Live about giving up caffeine and coffee. Uh, Sorry if that was new to you. You're probably like, turn this off now. But here's the thing. If you're having a hard time giving up coffee or caffeine, try the citrus orange turmeric drink and replace of that. And it will give you more vibrant energy and hopefully reduce the symptoms of withdrawal from caffeine. So try the citrus orange turmeric drink. I hope you like it. The second thing that I'm really loving now, obviously I'm on the hormonal reset, but one of the foods on the hormonal reset that you don't often hear about is mung beans. Now there's this really ridiculous quote from the office about mung bean sprouts and how horrible they smell. That could be true, but mung beans in general are really, really healthy for our body. In fact, uh, a a health substance we don't hear a lot about, but has a lot of bang for its value, especially when we talk about hormonal flow. Um, and so I've been trying to incorporate more mung beans into our everyday life. They don't have a lot of flavor. They're maybe a little bit on the nutty side. It's similar to a lentil or um, like a chickpea, a little bit on the more el dante side or, or a little bit on the harder side um, or chewier side, but they're not super mushy. They're very, very beneficial. And again, they don't have a lot of flavor, just a little bit of nutty flavor. So I've been adding mung beans to salads. I've been adding them to soups. Um, I've been adding them to sauces. I've just been trying to add more mung beans to our diet. So mung beans are going to come dried. And if you soak them overnight and then rinse them and cook them, it's basically a three to one ratio. So three cups of water to one cup of dried mung beans or soaked mung beans. I think if you soak them, you might even need less water than that. Um, But you can cook them, leave them in your refrigerator, and then you can add them to salads or soups or wherever you are and just kind of mix them in. It's not something that I love to eat on their own, but mix into things you can. I'll do blog posts about that and I'll add them to some recipes so you can see that. You can use mung beans in place of black beans and those black bean avocado brownies that I posted on my blog as well. So you can just replace them or part of the black beans for those. There's again, tons of ways to use them, but check out mung beans and some, um, do a little bit of your own research on them, but definitely something to try adding. The third thing that's been really valuable for me, what we're going to talk about next week on the podcast is rest-based living. I thought about calling this joy-based living and my husband's like, oh, I just don't like that. Um, so we're going with rest-based living, but essentially it's just looking at yourself in your everyday, understanding how you feel, um, and judging your exercise and your nutritional habits and your lifestyle components based off that. There are times when we just need more sleep. There are times when we can push our body pretty hard and exercise. And other times when sitting in a sauna or going for a light walk is all our body needs. So rest-based living is trying to reduce the stress load on your body, allowing it to rest and relax and heal and rejuvenate. Again, this doesn't come in the form of just being a couch potato or doing nothing. It really just comes in a form of trying to reduce stress so that your body can be more than it needs to be and really regulate that hormonal flow. Again, super valuable because it allows you to understand yourself and really just have a more inward focus as opposed to a more envious external focus of what your friends and your family members are doing to find success. Don't go there. It's a dangerous, damaging place. And instead, just focus on your body for once and see the difference that that makes. The fourth thing that I'm really passionate about is air quality. Um, we've had some tremendous issues with smells in our house, um, which we ended up getting a home inspection test or a home inspector to come out and do air quality tests. And we learned that we had mold in our house, even though we've never had water issues in our house ever. But again, it made a huge difference in my health. Um, we're still dealing with this, but here's some things that I learned. One, 
is that a front load washing machine, if you have a front loader washing machine, they are just basically machines that harbor mold. (laughs) And maybe yours isn't, but we live in the country, so we have well water, which means we have no chlorine in our water to kill anything. But uh, it's causing bad air quality in our house. And so we're trying to deal with that. I'll let you know in a later podcast what we've fully done. But here's something I learned. Bleach doesn't kill mold. Who knew? You know, like I put bleach in my washing machine to try and take out the musty smell that never seems to go away. Um, And we use that um, on other things, right, to to kill things. But it doesn't. The only thing that will kill mold, I feel like we need a drum roll for this, is Dawn dish soap. And not just any color. The blue Dawn dish soap is the only thing that will kill mold. Mind blown, right? So if you need to clean something, the moral of the story is if you need to clean something that really needs to be clean, don't use bleach. It won't work. Use Dawn dish soap, period. So that's something we're learning. But through the whole air quality issue, three things that have really helped our house and helped me to get better despite the air quality issue is diffusers. So essential oil diffusers. The diffusers obviously aren't going to take away the, the mold that's in that's continuously being released or the smell or whatever is being released from the mold spores. Um, but it's going to help break them down into the air so they're not as toxic to you. Here's the deal. We don't have toxic mold in our house, though, just allergenic mold. So that's just a side note. No, no one's going to come to my house now. It's being taken care of. But diffusers can make a world of difference in a lot of things. Um, and so just diffusing essential oils. The second thing, we got a fresh air exchange, which hooked up to our heating and cooling system. And that circulates fresh air in so we don't have stale air inside our house all the time changed my kids' respiratory or sinusy issues that we had going on. So I think that's been really valuable. Plus, our air smells fresh in our house. And the third thing is the salt lamp. I really promote the salt lamp. Again, it just purifies the air and helps you that because here's the deal. I can't keep a plant alive in my house. I am just, I have black thumbs. Outside, I love gardening, but inside houseplants, we just don't go together. If anyone can help me out, I would love it because I would love some green life in my house, but it just isn't happening. It's not a skill of mine. So that's what I'm loving with the home air quality thing. And the last thing that really helped me to overcome and change my view of health was a book called Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Meyer. If you haven't read it, pick it up. It looks daunting, but I can promise you, you will fly through that book because It is amazing and mind-boggling at what can change by changing your mind. Here's a little quote from the book. How you think is how you act and how you act is how you live. Again, how you think is how you act and how you act is how you live. So if you want to change the way you live, you have to change the way that you think. And that's the only way to create change. Mind blown. Read Battlefield of the Mind. It will change the way you think. So my friends, I am so glad to be back. I'm so glad to be back sharing real life and just doing this together. I hope that you are excited about where Simple Roots Wellness and Simple Roots Radio are going and the fact that we're changing the course of health and we're actually taking it back to its true definition of freedom. And instead of being trapped in bondage and slavery and restriction and deprivation, may we live fully in joy and happiness. Again, I'm so glad you're here and we're doing this journey together. Please send me an email. Let me know what you're thinking about this and what it means in your own life. I know ultimately I'm going to talk a lot about health and nutrition, but the end goal is so you can live your full purpose here on this earth. So I hope you head on over to the show notes, find out more about my favorite things 
and sign up to receive my emails. In those emails, we dig into more of this, more of my home life, what I'm doing specifically, as well as sharing tips and tricks that you are sharing with me. And every week on Thursdays, I release a free weekly meal plan with a grocery list and a prep guide just to help give you a starting point for healthy meals that you can take and feed your family. Again, I'm so excited for what's to come and I want you to be a part of it. Episode number 50 is coming right up and I can't believe that we're almost 50 episodes in and in that show, I have some pretty awesome giveaways for you. So stay tuned, make sure you tune back in to be a part of that. And if you wanna jumpstart on those giveaways, here's one requirement for it is that you rate and review the show. And these aren't just any ratings, but on its ratings and reviews about what you think about Simple Roots Radio. If you'd like an early entry into that giveaway, it would mean the world to me to leave an honest rating and review. This really is a lifeblood that allows other people who wouldn't otherwise hear about Simple Roots Radio to find and listen to the show themselves. So if you'd like to leave a rating and review and get a jump start on that giveaway, head on over to simplerootswellness.com review and leave your honest feedback. It literally takes a minute or two out of your day and you only have to do it once. So stay tuned next week as we talk more about rest-based living and how to achieve that and really make it work in your life. I hope that you have an amazing week, that you soak this in and you start to see changes in your own life. Here's to another week.